0: You're listening to The Caffeine Chronicles with your host, author, and storyteller, Lucy Lemay-Ciolucci. Tune in for coffee chats and interesting guest interviews as we explore the moving parts of mental health, marriage, parenting, self-love, pursuing our passions, and everything else that goes into creating a joyful life of intention. So go pour yourself a fresh cup and grab those cozy socks. Get ready to dive into all things related to lattes, longings, and leaning into life's challenges.
1: And good morning to you from Ottawa, Ontario. My name is Lucy, and I am broadcasting to you live from the Storyteller's Closet. Now you may be wondering, who is this storyteller, and why am I in her closet? Well, I'm the storyteller. That's right. I am an author, speaker, podcaster, and I use stories as a way to help women reconnect with their authenticity and create happier lives for themselves. And the reason I'm in the closet is because this space has the best acoustics to offer in my house for the purpose of recording this podcast. So, grab a coffee, get comfy, and join me while I spend the next 40 minutes sitting in my pajamas and referring to myself in the third person. You know, I thought I was going to have to wait at least another 30 years before it would be acceptable for me to behave like an eccentric old lady. But thanks to the pandemic, I get a jump on my futuristic ambitions of absurdity. Really go that extra mile, you know what I mean? In fact, After this show, I'm probably going to put on my Sunday best and hold a tea party for myself and a whole slew of imaginary A-list guests. If you're very lucky, I'll snap a few pics and post them up on Instagram. Should be a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, on to business. So, if you remember from our last show, I'm deviating slightly from the topic of female empowerment and launching this podcast with a three-part series on Surviving Crisis. How to Keep It Together in a World That is Falling Apart. So this show marks our second installment of the series. In the last episode, we heard from Dr. Karima Lassin, a psychologist with Gilmore Psychological Services in Ottawa. And this fantastic lady gave us some incredibly valuable insights, along with some great resources on ways we can look after our mental health during these difficult times. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to this show, please do check it out. It's posted up on my website, thestorytellerspage.com. And good news, the Caffeine Chronicles podcast is also available on iTunes and Google Play, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. So, we're just going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to dive on into phase 2, our physical wellness. We will look at developing creative solutions to manage our physical fitness during this time of quarantine. All this and more to come.
2: Stay home, they said. You listened. Keep your kids away from parks, they said. You listened. Close down your schools, offices, and only go out to get supplies, they said. You listened. Stop having daily showers, said no one, ever. So what's your problem? introducing corin clean body wash a unique and luxurious body wash to help you stay clean and fresh while you stay away from people apply with water and lather vigorously peel back the label for a link to a fun instructional video on personal hygiene for beginners and people who have forgotten how bad they really smell available in three fresh scents citrus curve covid blossom and bat crazy corin clean body wash Stay home, stay safe, don't smell like a-
1: All right, we're back. Hope you all enjoyed today's mock commercial. And this brings me to another one of those pandemic contradictions that we all love. Personal hygiene. Now, I find it interesting that in a society that has embraced hand-washing 10 times per day as the new norm, the daily shower has been reduced to somewhat of a um, sketchy occurrence. Many of us have had to reacquaint our older children who bathe independently to the concept of soap and water. Even myself, there are days where I struggle to recall if I actually showered or just thought about showering. I hope I'm not the only one struggling with this. Anyone else out there rem- relying on the smell test to determine their level of cleanliness? Come on, fess up. In fact, I want you to hit me up on Instagram and let me know what your biggest challenge has been throughout the pandemic with maintaining your daily routines. Are you sleeping in too late? Are you wearing the same jammy bottoms day after day? Maybe you stopped shaving, and your neighbors called in a mysterious Sasquatch sighting the day you actually remembered to take out the garbage. Whatever it is, I want to know. So don't be shy. Okay? No judgments. Well, to be fair, there'll probably be some gentle mocking, but that's all good. You can mock me right back, okay? So drop me a line at Storyteller, LLC, and let's share our pain. Remember, we're all in this together, guys. Uh So let's keep at least six feet apart. So I'm really excited about today's show as we're going to be discussing one of my newly formed passions in life, taking care of my physical body. So a little backstory for you. I have a long-standing history of despising exercise. Seriously, you guys, I view it with the same disdain that cats have for water, and I know that sounds strange because I earn my living teaching dance and I'm an avid skier, but those things are completely different for me. That's just all about fun. But last fall, I was completely derailed by a back injury that had me watching TV from the floor for about five weeks And I was encouraged by my physiotherapy to give strength training a whirl in an attempt to strengthen a pelvic instability issue that has been plaguing me for most of my adult life. Now, full disclosure, I have never been a gym-goer. The idea of going to a building, lifting things, putting them down, and then walking over to another place to lift some other things has never been my idea of a good time. But fortunately for me, I'm in good with an avid gym enthusiast who was only too happy to take me under her wing and whip my behind into shape. And so I am thrilled to introduce to you today, Marie Van Dusen, who is not only a dear friend, but a fitness expert, owner and sole operator of Design Your Body Fitness and Lifestyle Coaching. Marie's background includes competing in the 2017 Provincial Championships for Women's Physique, where she came in the top three contenders, and she has a decade's worth of experience working with people from all backgrounds and lifestyles. She coaches both the recreational and competitive competitive fitness enthusiast and describes herself as, and I quote, someone who tells people what to eat and how to move. But behind all of that, What Marie really does is help regular people face their insecurities and excuses about the things that are holding them back from achieving their fitness goals. Marie, welcome to the Caffeine Chronicles podcast.
0: Hi, Lucy. I'm so happy to be here today. What an honor.
1: Oh, the the honor is all mine, my friend, all mine. I am just so thrilled that uh, you could join us today for this uh, installment of the uh, Surviving Crisis series and uh, talk to us about some creative solutions for managing physical fitness throughout isolation.
0: Absolutely. And I'm finding with my own clients and just um, inquiries I'm getting through social media that the biggest thing we have to do right now is change our expectations. We cannot have the expectation. We are going into the gym and we are spending X amount of minutes on the treadmill and we are doing X amount of classes and lifting weights for a certain length of time and so many reps we need to change our expectation because we do not live in that version of normal anymore
1: that's right we are in full on survival mode i agree with that completely so before we launch into all this good stuff that you have to share could you tell us a little bit about yourself what it is you do specifically and uh, what led you to this career
0: well, the shirt version, Lucy, is that I grow, I, I build good ass, basically. But if you really want to break it down,
1: <laughs> I love that, it. Marie Van Dusen builds <laughs> a good ass, circa 19.
0: he got on a shirt, Lucy. You don't understand. <laughs> I'm currently on a pair of shorts. Uh, as by Marie. So okay. basically, the bare bones of what I do is I look at people where they are at now, currently, in their physiques, in their fitness level, whatever their goal is, where they want to be. And we fill in the gaps in between by developing a healthy, fit lifestyle. I mean, exercise, it's such a simple thing, but it's so important for your short-term memory. It gives you some kind of focus. Um, half of us don't even know what day of the week it is anymore. The other thing is that it gives you a sense of control. You may not be able to control the world around you, but there's a comfort in knowing you can control yourself
1: okay yes that's uh that's for sure and that that is that is true about everything um and this was the the biggest thing i wanted to highlight with the surviving crisis series is how uh our mental and emotional and physical well-being are all intertwined they all they all play in concert with each other
0: they absolutely do they play in concert with each other they're very synergistic one affects the other so i feel like during this whole you know isolation virus time that we're living in one of the biggest factors is we feel at our core, we are out of control. We don't have control anymore. Mm-hmm. So we cannot control what's going to happen. We read articles after articles about predictions and models and, and forecasting. No one knows. No one knows. And when we feel out of control, we start feeling anxious. We feel anxiety, panic. We feel depression. We feel forlorn, forgotten. What we should be doing right now is taking control of the things we actually can manage and we can still control what what we do every day. We can control if we wake up at a regular time or we can control if we stay up all night watching Netflix, we can control what we put in our mouth. We can control if we sit in pajamas all day, if we drink four bottles of wine or if we go for a walk with our dog, we still have control over certain things. And the more we can take control of our mental state through our physical state, it's like, it's like a, they're intertwined. Then I think the more we're going to have a positive outlook and be able to break through uh, the unknown that is putting us into such a state of anxiety right now.
1: Right. And that's that begins with the shift of, like you say, focusing on the things that we can do because right now we're we're just so stuck on what we can't do anymore and what's changed for us and what we've lost and it's uh, it's really hard to turn that ship around when you're, it when is. you're stuck on. Repeat. I feel like
0: we're all grieving. I feel like we, I feel like we're literally grieving, and I feel like we are grieving to the point where just like the stages of, of losing a loved one. We are in the different, all at different stages. You know, we start out in the denial phase. No, no, this isn't happening. It's going to be over in two weeks. And then we move through all the different stages. to eventually, you know, the anger, the depression, that, so we get to the point of, okay, I don't like it, but i need to set up a new version of normal for myself. And that includes self-care and taking care of your body. If your body falls apart, then you are going to fall apart mentally at the same time emotionally you're not gonna be able to bring it in together when your body's crying out to you please treat me well and you're beating it down going no man you finish that vodka and get your ass you know in in bed for 36 hours it's not going to happen your body's not going to agree with you very well so one thing i really want to touch on are the the mental but we all know that physical activity is good for your body we all know these things this is proven it's scientific there's it's not news that exercising you know it increases your mobility it increases your, um, your ability to uptake oxygen. It regulates your blood pressure. It's good for controlling diabetes. It helps you lose fat. It lowers your stress. These are all things we already know. But what about the mental side of it? So the mental side, it's almost think of exercise. You can call it exercise. You can call it training. I don't care what magical word you want to attach to it. But what it's almost, it's almost like a free hit. It's like free drugs. So when you exercise, what happens is your body releases, feel good, Chemicals, it gives you a blast of serato- serotonin. It, it, it's like, hey, have some endorphins. You know, it, it creates dopamine, nor, epinephrine. It, it gives you these blasts of these feel good chemicals. It puts you on a sort of a high. And you, and you don't, don't even have to the-
1: wait for in twenty minutes in line oh, at the LCBO oh. to get those chemicals, yeah, and they're free. Twenty
0: minutes, and you're like, hmm. but the <laughs> other thing, the other thing that also creates a release of these chemicals, um, it's not all of them, but some of them that I listed are things like alcohol, sugar, sex, uh, any kind of an addictive behavior can give you that same kind of initial rush. So okay. we want to create the good habit to have the healthy mechanisms to create these feel good chemicals. And I mean, exercise is going to improve your energy. It's going to improve your, and to improve your that you can get going on. You know, I'm having, how many of us have a couple go on, you know, what day the week of it is anymore. Like we're, we're out of, yeah, for we're, sure. we're you're out of our pattern. It's proven that exercise can reduce the symptoms of depression and anxiety if you're prone to eat any one of those. The first thing you do is increase your activity level. The body was made to be in motion. Um, also sleeping. Exercise, it sounds strange because when you're active, you're the furthest thing away from relaxing. Relaxing. But the more active you are, the better sleep you will get. And sleep is like hitting the reset button. It's like rebooting your computer where everything's frozen and doesn't work or it's sluggish. And it resets it and then everything works perfectly again. Virus-free, huh? Okay. So, uh-huh. <laughs> I had to add pand- that in there because it just felt funny. A little pandemic humor yeah, for you. Absolutely. You got it. Um, exercise, it resets your circadian rhythm. So you're not waking up at 3.00. 4 A.M., 15 and then sleeping till 10. It gives, it puts your body back into rhythm. Sleep is so important, and exercising of any type helps improve your sleep, your sleep quality. So I think that that's a, I mean, a great way to reduce your stress. Yes, yeah, nice to you know have those down days and relaxing times, in the book and a glass of wine. That's great too. But another great way to reduce your stress is to raise your heart rate through physical activity and then it resets your entire system afterwards.
1: What do we do now, those of us who who have embraced uh, having a a physical fitness regime in our life? uh, Because now we don't have the luxury of going to the gym and we're squashed into these tiny spaces in our basements and we're unable to work out in the manner to which we've become accustomed. So, I mean, essentially this is another way that COVID-19 has kind of kicked us in the jewels here. So what would you say to those of us listening who just can't seem to find the motivation to work out from home and and we don't know how to um, adapt or do things differently?
0: Okay, it's a really good question. And honestly, I am in the same position with this. I mean, I've been training for probably the better part of my adult life. Uh, I think I actually own two or three gym memberships. I can't even remember at this point. I have very little actual gym equipment at my home. I don't require it. I have all these memberships which are absolutely useless to me right now. So you have to get creative. And the one thing I wanna touch on, which you brought up motivation, before we get into the actual nitty gritty of what you can do at home, I wanna talk about motivation. Number one, you don't need it. You do not need motivation. You do not need inspirational quotes. All of these things are finite. They have such a limited value in your life. You are motivated, it may last 24 hours, 36 hours, and then it's gone. And then what do you rely on? I'd like to talk about discipline. The best thing you can do for yourself for setting up any kind of a fitness routine to follow is discipline where you get up and you do it and you create yourself a loose, flexible schedule and you go through the motions of it. Even if you're not giving it hundred percent, some days, you're still getting the mental benefit of going through the motions and sticking to a structure. Our bodies love discipline. They love a routine. We feel like we're in control when we have a structure to follow. I mean, motivation comes and goes. Discipline is how you create habits. You don't wake up in the morning and say, hmm, do I feel motivated to brush my teeth? And I'll just wait and think on that. I'll write a list of pros and cons. No, you just get your butt up and you brush your teeth, okay? Create a lifelong habit out of it. Your physical activity level should be the same. You just go through it. And some days you're going to be, yeah, I'm on it. I'm killing it. And other days you're going to be this freaking sucks, but I'm doing it anyway. I mean, in all my years of coaching and training myself, I've yet to meet one person who has said, Oh my God, I wish I did not get any exercise today. It just never happens. You, you, you go through it. You force yourself to do it, even it. Basically if it feels like you don't want to and it feels hard, that probably means you should be doing it more. So what can you actually do? And it's funny you say this because I have a few clients right now, and I coach clients competitive bodybuilders from entry level all the way up to the professional ranks who are sitting there at home, some of them in apartments right now with literally nothing to use, but they don't want to lose their progress. They want to keep going. They want to keep their, their discipline going. It makes them feel in control. I have brand new people who literally bought gym memberships and then four weeks later were kicked out because we went into lockdown. So again, they have nothing at home. So we have created um, home workout programs for them that they can do on their own. They can slot them into any time of their day using, uh, we're trying to, how about this? Muscles only go two directions. They extend and contract. You don't need a special shiny machine for each muscle group. I think all that does is sell gym memberships. Did I say that out loud?
1: I think you did. Don't worry. It'll be our little
0: secret. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) So weight is weight. So it's for any type of a resistance program that you want to use some weight into it. What works instead of weights? Um, You can use water jugs. Four liter water jugs, they are decently heavy. You can use paint cans. I'm pretty sure most people that have children, that their child weighs more than 10 pounds. You can put your kid on your back and do walking lunges. I have clients doing this. They send me videos. It is as cute as anything, and it kind of gets the whole family involved, and it's super fun. Nice. You can do lots of exercises with body weight alone, like tons of them. And Even myself, where you know I can normally go into the gym and throw a few hundred pounds around, I can make my muscles actually scream with body weight alone just by executing slower reps, less less time in between sets, less rest time, and to slow everything down and squeeze harder. And I can actually make myself ache with just body weight alone. You can use broom handles. Those work just fine. I'm trying to think of what else I've used in, in recent days with, with some clients. Um, sacks of potatoes. I had to tell her husband to stop eating because we wanted the full 10 pounds. But there's all different ways that you can do this. You don't need to own, you know, uh, the fanciest of in- in-home equipment. And we have the great outdoors. And thank God we're not under six feet of snow anymore here in Canada. So you can get outside. You can, we are still allowed to walk outside. Thank God. You can go for walks. You can go to a soccer field. And no, you can't linger in the park. But you can sprint the width and you can, you know, walk the length a couple times around. Now, what if you went for a walk every day? And you, instead of just going for a walk, what if you put 10 or 20 pounds of books in the backpack and took your books for a walk? You've now created it's resistance books for training. for a
1: walk. I love it. It's like a mobile
0: book club thing. You got it. And what if you put your backpack of books on and you did walking lunges up and down your driveway? You can change anything to make it work for you. You just need a little bit of creativity.
1: All right. So the willingness to uh, be adaptive and change how we're doing things. You think that's what we need to persevere right I now? I think,
0: again, we need to drop the expect- expectation that we're trying to duplicate what we had. And I went through this too. I was like, I do you know I want to bother doing this stuff at home? It's not working. It doesn't feel like it feels in the gym. Of course it doesn't feel like it feels in the gym. And it's not supposed to, but anything you can do, any small attempt that you can make, is going to help you create a routine. You're going to gather momentum to push yourself forward. Okay,
1: so that's um that is some great food for thought for for those of us who are feeling stuck and feeling like it's it's not worth the effort anymore, just because we're not getting the same feeling. Well,
0: it's it's that built from the gym. All or nothing mentality. If I can't do it a hundred percent, why should I try it all? No one is doing a hundred percent of every anything. We're not. We're not home learning, school learning, hundred percent. We're not working two hundred percent. We're doing what we can to survive, and we are getting through it quite nicely. We're adapting. We're finding. We're finding new patterns. We don't need to like it. We just need to go along with the flow for now.
1: Yes, and I feel the same way um, for my industry. I mean, teaching online dance classes is not my favorite right. way of connecting with my students but it's giving me something I get to see everyone once a week we're still moving I'm still giving them content they still feel
0: like they're learning see people, spaces that you don't share DNA with there's something just liberating about that once That's in a while magical right. right now isn't it it absolutely <laughs> is isn't is it yeah yeah it is um another thing that really neat and you brought up about where you said something was food for thought um let's talk about food because oh, well yes. Let's well, physical, talk about food. Yeah, because while physical activity is great, that is probably going to be at maximum about maybe 45 minutes or an hour out of your day a few times a week. What you stick in your mouth is the other 23 hours, which do you think actually counts more? Yeah. Uh, I feel the old 80-20 rule coming on here. Yeah, it's actually more of like about like a 95-5, but you know, that's how it goes. So um, food. Food right now is, I think it's crucial food. We're an interesting society. We use food for um, pretty much everything except for what it was meant for, which is fuel. Yes. It's a friend. We use, an it an F- we, we use it as a therapist. We use it as We celebrate with it. We, we eat food when we are happy. We eat it when we're depressed. Like, uh, we've turned food into a medicine. But what if we actually did turn it into a medicine to help boost our immune system in a time where our immune system's, are being attacked. So I think that just being as healthy as we possibly can right now, I'm not going to make any crazy claims and say, if you eat right, you're not going to get COVID-19. Like, good God, get your head out out of your butt there. But what you can think of is why wouldn't you set yourself up for the best possible immunity and defense mechanism that you can have? And... I think a lot of this is right now because strangely enough, even though some of us have more time we've ever had before in our hands, we seem to have less time. Like we seem to have less, less time to actually be productive. I don't know what we're doing with our additional hours where we're not commuting anymore, but people seem to be like, I have so much to do in a day now, yet they, they are falling back on the things that were used to be routine. S- stick to as much of a regular schedule as what you can. Um, don't eat because you're bored, stressed, or, you know, your thumbs are getting numb from scrolling through social media. Mm -hmm. Stick to your kitchen is open. If you were at work or you were at school during the day, you would have set breaks to eat. Those are the hours that your kitchen is open. It's like a restaurant. It closes during the off hours, the end. It's going to stop the eternal, um, grazing and snacking of mindless calories. And usually things that are not very nutrient dense throughout your day, setting yourself a schedule and keeping to it is going to be your best way to get through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've worked from home as a coach for six a month. worked from home for 16 years. And so if I didn't implement something like that, I would be the size of a house at this point. So it's, I think structure again is very important. Um, try to put what, the things that you choose to eat. I mean, Kate, okay, we all know this. We all know that, you know, salad, good donut. bad. This is not, this is not, this is not, Uh, a lesson on that but try to think that if your body needs the best possible tools in it defenses to boost your immunity think about eating nutrient dense foods so yeah keep your vegetables and your and and your fruits up there get your protein and so important because you're likely not as active as what you used to probably do not require the same amount of carbohydrates or fats as what you used to eat. That's just a standard, I mean, very generic, very general guideline. I mean, if I was out there running to and fro all over the place every day and I was putting in two hour sessions at the gym, yeah, bring on a mountain of potatoes. My body wants them. But if I'm not, if I'm making do with what I have at home and a couple 10 pound dumbbells, I probably don't require, I'm not spending the same amount of energy. Therefore I probably don't need to intake the same amount of energy either. Mm -hmm. So I would just encourage people to keep their nutrients high. Another thing that I've really been noticing my clients is because we're all self-isolating right now, we are not getting outside as much. And God knows in Canada, uh, we don't really get a lot of sunlight through the year that hits us at the right angle anyways. I would really increasing the taking vitamin D3 is beneficial right now because they're spending so many hours inside rather than outside. Okay. Yeah, a, a, a vitamin D3. A vitamin D3, um, just because you absorb the most vitamin D through your eyes and sunlight, and we're not getting a whole lot of that right now. So I think that's very important, too. Another thing, and I'm not a huge supplement pusher of, you know, everybody must be on this list of things, but we're not living in a normal time right now either. Uh, also, B12, all, all your B vitamins are known to reduce stress on your immune system. So you, you can't go wrong with those either. So it wouldn't hurt to add those in. I think also right now, people just need to have some sort of, I mean, we're not supposed to grocery shop more than once a week right now. So therefore, what a great opportunity you take to plan your meals, plan your food out, plan we're going to have this on this day for dinner. Or, and you plan it out, therefore, it's not just going to stop you from mindlessly snacking and on um, things that aren't there, but you're going to actually have nutrient-dense meals planned out for yourself and your family, or you could do your grocery shopping in one month's time, which is what we're supposed to be doing right now too. Um, I guess just toss out like a mind blowing quote here that if I didn't make it up, if you, if it's, if you don't eat it, you can't store it as fat. <gasps> mind blown. I know that one's crazy. And <laughs> if you don't buy it, you can't eat it. <laughs> I know another one. It's wild. Unless
1: to- it jumps in the cart and follows you home.
0: Right. Because basically, I- yes. Like if that, if, that triple, if that triple chocolate fudge cake happens to jump like in your trunk on the way home, I get that. It follows you like a Damn it, again, but you know, it, it really comes down to, are you working such a, some kind of, of a mini goal that you can control? No, we can't control when COVID-19 is going to end, but we can control that by the time we're going to put shorts and tank tops on, are you going to be working on your summer body or your summer personality right now? It's really up to you. <laughs> Oh definitely my summer personality. I really should open a t shirt business is what I should open. Forget this this coaching thing, right? Uh,
1: you should. I'm telling you. With this brilliant banter of yours, it's going to waste Marie. You need I'm really keeping it clean
0: for you too. And I think you actually truthfully know that as well. I do, I do. You are you get a gold star, lady. Yeah, I do for language today. I'm doing really well, aren't I? Uh, so I'm laughing for real right now. And oh, again, God. when it comes to food, drop your expectations, okay? Keep it nutrient dense, but not every meal needs to have, like, you know, your chicken doesn't need to be full of like a swan on your plate. For God's sake. You see people posting these things online of like these creations that they're making. If you love doing it and it makes you happy, that's great, do it. But just because you bake it, you eat it, and that's, if is your stress relief, go for it. But can you be like donating half of that stuff? Like, you have to eat it all too, because it's just going to bring down your immune system. It's going to increase your sugar cravings. It's going to, again, At the end of it, you're going to be like, oh, you know, people start feeling guilty. They feel bad about what they ate. It's going to bring down their energy level. They're going to have worse sleep. And then you you reverse the spiral in the other direction. I'm not saying, no, don't eat that cookie because you had a rough day.
1: Right. So again, we're looking, we're looking. And I'm talking to
0: regular everyday people here, not my athletes. I coach for competition because the answer for you guys is get your heads out of your butt and do your work. So they go. No cookies I, for you guys. Yeah, I, I believe- talk to them very differently. But again, you know, they're they're putting their butts on stage next to someone else in a competition. So all the rules change for that. Okay. So, we've, um, we've oh got so much good
1: stuff here we've unpacked today. We've talked about uh, vitamin D and vitamin B supplements, um, increasing our content of nutrient dense foods, uh, getting outside a little physical activity, adapting our physical fitness routines, such as uh, putting books in backpacks, going for walks, adjusting our mindset, focusing on what we can control. Um, Marie, if someone wanted to uh, reach out to you after this interview and um, perhaps learn a little bit more about the kinds of things, the coaching that you provide, and maybe find other ways to uh, to improve their survival skills right now, where could we find you on social media? Where do you like to
0: hang out? I would say the best thing to do is if they can look up Design Your Body, Design Your Body on Instagram. That's me. My name is Marie Van Dusen. Um, follow me on Instagram. You can drop me a message on Instagram. And um, uh, if anybody that has listened to this podcast would like, and they're interested in um, having some basic home training that, that, that they want to do at home, they want how to keep their fitness level up during isolation, they can drop me a message. I, I will put together um, just a basic standard fitness routine that they can do in their homes with, with equipment, without equipment. I it will, it will make it highly adaptable. So, design your body on Instagram and follow me on there. Send me a message, and that's probably the best way.
1: Awesome! Well, that is a, a very generous and a, a great offer right now. Very valuable for uh, for helping us to cope with um, the stress of our situation and uh, up our game in this survival
0: department. Thank you so much, Marie, yes, Lucy, for no- time. Thank you. It's, it's actually fun to talk to another audience. It's a it's, it's a blast. I'm literally sitting here in my walk-in closet right now. I'm not on a stage with a microphone. I'm sitting with my laptop on the floor in the closet thinking, God, wouldn't it have been great if my vacuum didn't break six weeks ago. But uh, yeah, so we just have to adapt to what we have around us, keep the pressure off and build some good habits, I think.
1: Excellent. Well, that is great food for thought. And uh, it's certainly uh, things that we can little changes we can start implementing today that will go towards making us feel a little bit better each day.
0: You got it. Hey, Mom, what's for dinner?
1: And that's my cue to bid you all farewell and get my butt back into the kitchen. Now, coming from someone who writes about female empowerment, I realize that that's probably not the most liberating of statements I can make, but anyone who knows me well knows how much that I enjoy cooking. That and being outside, those are my two great loves. But in all seriousness, the kitchen is one of my happy places, and making food is truly a labor of love for me. That is why there is a place on my website, thestorytellerspage.com, that I've affectionately called The Storyteller's Kitchen. And that's where I put all the yummy stuff, all of my great recipes to share. So anyone who wants to stop by for a little virtual visit with me can scoop up some easy-to-make recipes. And if you sign up for my mailing list, you get my top 10 collection of get-em-fed and out-the-door recipes for busy weeknights along with a free chapter from my book, You Are Here, The Struggling Woman's Guide to Reclaiming Happiness. And the reason I do this is because I think that books should be no different than new clothes or a car, right? We all want to try these things out and uh, see if they're right for us before we commit to buying them. I think you should absolutely see if what I have to say is for you before you buy a copy. There you go. Give it a whirl. Now, today's recipe also comes from Marie, It's a quick little whip together, clean eating kind of meal that you can put together for your family. It's barbecue chicken skewers served with basmati rice and grilled asparagus. I actually made it the other night and it was fantastic. So, if you're into clean eating, this is definitely a recipe you will want to check out. However, if your approach to cooking is more aligned with how you dated in college, and it's got to be quick and dirty, then be sure to check out my other recipes, loaded with quick and dirty goodness for you. And I'm just getting the look that tells me I said something inappropriate. Yay! Oh, I don't know that we wanna be celebrating that. So, uh, that's it for me today. I am off to have a stern talk with my PR manager. Thanks for being here. You can find the link for today's recipe and Marie's offer for a free home-based fitness plan in the show notes. Tune in for part three of the Surviving Crisis series when we examine what we can do to look after our emotional health and manage our difficult feelings during the quarantine period. And don't forget to subscribe to the Caffeine Chronicles podcast so you don't miss an episode. Until next time, Storyteller out.